and we're here again at the desk for another episode of Off Trail with Luke and Chandler. I'm Luke. I'm Chandler. And we're off trail. Off trail again. We are here for photo critique number four. Yep. We are moving through this. Um, you know, we had a lot of photos that were submitted to us after photo critique number two. Yeah. And so we're trying to get through some of these so we can get, you know, your guys' work out there, interact with the community a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so we have three more great photographers today, um, and we're gonna we're just going to work through their photos. Yeah. So the first one that we're going to start with, and we're choosing these in no particular order today, just having some fun with it. First guy is Matthew Kirby. Mm-hmm. Matthew, you apparently seem to be a fellow Midwesterner like myself. Um, you know, for years I lived not terribly far from you, but three, four hours probably in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, you know, you live out in Ohio, sounds like. Yeah. I wish I would have known. We should have got together yeah. when I was living there, but you know, we got to find time now, I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying I want to come out to Ohio anytime soon. Yeah, especially not right now. But, you know, Matthew, maybe <laughs> I'll make an exception for you. Yeah. So, might, all right. Might be involved in a train derailment or something while you're out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so today we have a photo from you from, you know, some, could be like a state park or something out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll admit I didn't do the research to figure out exactly where this was. But it's state park-ish, you know. Um, nice little river creek running through, dare I say, a canyon. It doesn't sound feel right to call it a canyon, knowing what's out west now. Yeah. But um, it it definitely looks like a neat area. Like it's you find you can find these like hidden gems in the Midwest, um, and it looks like a really cool area to be out shooting in. A little long exposure action of some smaller waterfalls in the back there with the river flowing towards you. Um, you know, it looks. I would say midday-ish again, um, just based on the lighting. And for the most part, it's a really good photo. Yeah. Um, the like, edit on this thing? Oh. Is phenom- and this is, so like I've been following Matthew's work for a couple years now at this point, and I've always been wildly impressed with his edits. Like the way that his photos turn out, they're always just perfect. They're yeah. always stunning. And, and so. I can confirm, Matthew, because right before filming this, I looked up your profile. and. Yeah top-notch yeah i really do like a lot of your stuff so i would agree great edit um and again like i said for the most part it's a really great great shot the the tones and everything really good Mm -hmm. really well managed with the light yeah like really i don't you know really well thought out it seems like with a lot of that and kind of like in a previous episode we did it seems like you might also have a good idea of like how your shot's going to turn out like with your edit later Mm mm-hmm and I think it's just a good example of, you know, how all that comes together. But a couple things about this photo that we think could improve it a little bit. And my major one is I feel like I'm almost too far away from the things I really want to see. Yeah. Like, I, I'd almost rather be up on that rock up there. And shooting, and now I know that's in the middle of the river, so yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you for going there. Um but like, I'd almost rather be up there and having that little waterfall you see on the right, you know, on the right side of my frame with those waterfalls <laughs> on the left being more in the middle and on the left side. 
and getting to see the action for what it looks like may open up a little bit. Hmm. Um, I don't know. That's just me. I feel like I'd rather be up there because that's more of the interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's probably also because of how this is kind of laid out with all of this water that's rushing towards you. It's a lot of like empty space mm-hmm. in your foreground that, you know, it, it does look nice. Like it's well shot and stuff still. Um, but I don't think it really adds enough to the photo for me to want to keep it. Yeah. And you have we have this rock in the front as well. I think you can use that rock tastefully or like something similar like that, maybe mm-hmm. not in this exact location, you know? Like, for example, like your Equal Falls photo. You can use rocks like that yeah. in, in the front of your frame well. But in this one, I feel like it just doesn't quite work. Yeah. I'd rather have it almost cropped in a little bit more, remove some of that dead space on the bottom right. Maybe that crops out the rock. And then I can focus more on what's up on the top. Yeah. I feel like this photo would work really well as like a 9 by 16 crop. So just a little bit of a skinnier frame. Yeah. But. Yeah, just a little bit wider, you know. Because again, like it's almost the opposite. A lot of times I feel like we see photos that have a lot of sky. Yeah. In yeah. them. And this is almost the opposite. It's like just a, a hair too much. Yeah. Foreground. Yeah. With that water. And, and to be fair, too, I also think, and this is another critique that we slightly had of this one, is the, the shutter speed is maybe a touch long. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously that's a, you know, that's a creative decision. Sure. I do, I feel like if it was a little bit faster and you retained some of that texture in the water, I feel like that would have cleared up it and might, added more to that blank space. It might change so. my opinion on that bottom right section. Yeah. Yep. We get a little bit Absolutely. Like closer, closer look but on this. But colors look good. Yeah, the lighting great. is great. Like all of that is really well done. Like I wouldn't change a thing about the edit. It's really more about the composition that we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I think for this exact frame, I think I would just pull that rock that's in the foreground. Just pull it out. Um, just crop up just so you're just, you know, your crop line is just above that. Um, and just chop that rock out. It just feels a little random. But I think other than that, and, you know, maybe doing a little bit of a faster shutter speed, just a little bit, um, I think those are really some of the only things I would improve on this particular frame. So, like, you know, like we said, color looks great. Light looks great. It, it, it looks like a really cool little area. So Yeah, like it's it's an area, you know, again, being from the Midwest, I, I know what these kind of look like. And, you know, I'd like to go shoot at a place like that. I would too, yeah. Like, it looks like you can get a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Um, again, I, I'd like to be, like, up on that next rock in the middle of the river. Yeah. But, you know, maybe that's not possible. Maybe it's too deep. Who knows? Yeah. You know, I'm not going to ask you to go wade through a river for a photo, mm-hmm. even though I'd think about it. Yeah. But, you know, um, great photo still, Matthew. Um, and, you know, again, maybe uh, we'll have to figure out a time that we can we can meet up. Yeah, we'll have to. Shoot, so. shoot in the Ohio Valley out there. Yeah. Be fun. Except for having to go to Ohio. <laughs> I left there for a reason. Yep. But uh, great work, Matthew. Well done. Yep. We hope to see more of your stuff. Um, we're going to move on to photographer number two today. And this photographer, we admit, we actually don't know yeah. the last name. Because his Instagram handle doesn't, or his whole page doesn't have his name on there. Yeah. But his Instagram handle is Nate's Nikon. Which is already a knockoff. On yeah, that, Nate, you know, I'm sorry, come man. On, man. I mean, yeah, you're lucky we included you. Yeah, we almost just booted you from this entire little competition. Yeah, you Not know, competition, we, but... we can get you a shoot on something else, and maybe we'll we'll have to t- talk more about, yeah. you know, yeah. showing more of your stuff. <laughs> no, nah, we're just kidding, Nate. Um, you gave us a photo, and honestly, it's a great photo. Yeah, um, super cool. photo of a guy, maybe it's you, 
don't really know, um, standing in a wood somewhere on a trail with foggy conditions, huge trees, looks awesome. Yeah. Like, it looks like a really cool place. Conditions are amazing. Oh, great conditions. And we've talked about it uh, on a previous photo that we critiqued, like, that's a spot where I see it. I'm like, oh, I want to go shoot there. Yeah. Like with those conditions. That's a, like, I don't know where this is, but it feels like Northern California or like somewhere in Oregon. Like it, that's what it feels yeah, like. With those trees. Yeah. 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 But like that fog, it just opens up all kinds of opportunities for, for shooting, whether it's landscapes, I'd have a field day with portraits. Like I already, like from this exact frame, I'd be like, I want to be a little closer, shoot a little portrait of his face looking up at the fog like that. It'd be yeah, awesome. That light, you can just tell that light coming oh, down out of his yeah, face is absolutely. awesome. So like, I mean, obviously great job on like shooting the photo and everything, Nate. Yeah. Like also great job on just being out there for stuff like that. Absolutely. That's, like, some of the other photos you sent in, we were like, where are, where are all these spots? Yeah, the like, one on top sweet. of the snowy mountain, Nate. Dude, yeah. Like, yeah, we got to talk, dude. We got to go do some stuff together because you apparently know where all the cool stuff is. Yeah, seriously. So, yeah, great job on all that stuff. Love that you get out there doing these things. Um, my major gripe with this photo, and I kind of confirmed this a little bit because mm-hmm. you posted on Instagram and I went to go find it, is this photo works well for this crop but i think when you crop it to anything else it doesn't quite work mm-hmm. you know because you, the the subject there is so far on the bottom of the frame and there's not much um whatever empty space up top um when you start to crop it tighter like you know shorter on either side you start to get way too close to the to the edge of the frame um to kind of keep the same feel for the photo mm-hmm. because you obviously can't cut off the person. But up top, that negative space and that little gap in between the trees where the fog is honestly plays a very important role yeah. in, in maintaining the feel for the photo. Mm-hmm. And when you start cutting that out, it's like, yeah, it's not quite there. Yeah, For this uh, crop itself, it's fine. Yeah. It and does work good. I do like, too, and I was just I just noticed this, how he's kind of, and I think this is part of why it doesn't work when it gets cropped, is he's kind of looking up and he's kind of framed by this little archway right here. Yeah. And so when you crop that into four by five or whatnot, you lose a little bit of the archway. You lose the archway. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so I mean, obviously, with all that, we're being a little picky, like saying cropping for Instagram, which yeah, it's hard to recommend because like you shouldn't have to do that stuff, mm-hmm. right? But. I'll tell you how, like, maybe I would have liked to maybe try and and change it a little bit to make it okay for any situation, right? And that would have been to maybe try and scoop back just a little further, mm-hmm. maybe try to shoot just a hair wider and get, and if you can go, I don't, again, we don't know where this was, but if you could somehow get maybe just a little higher up and get him more in the middle of the frame. Mm-hmm. Because I think with all those changes, you could still maintain all of like the structure of the photo with the path, the empty space up top and the trees with all the fog and him looking up, but you could just move him up slightly mm-hmm. to the point where it's basically the same photo. He might be a, a touch smaller, but now you have a lot more flexibility with cropping. If you, you know, if you're printing a photo like this, you wanted to crop it down or something, you have all of that that you can do. Plus I think if he's a, touch smaller it might even add even more to the scale yeah of all of it as well yeah and so that's 
probably what I would have tried to do. Um, but again, it's it's tough because like I'm saying all that knowing that, at least for me, a photo like this, I'm probably taking just for Instagram. Yeah. And so it's like, well, it, it's, a, it's a hard thing to get past, but just kind of the truth yeah. for me at least, mm-hmm. um, you know? But otherwise, like it's it's great photo. The edit's awesome. Like all of that. I wouldn't change a thing about anything else besides the composition. Yep. That's yep. all I got. I think I would agree with that. So I do like that he's lower on the frame, and it does do a good job of giving him scale. Um, but you know, like like he said, um, once you crop it, it's kind of you kind of lose it. So I do like too um, how he's looking up, and he's also looking in the same direction as the trees behind him. So it's kind of giving a, uh, you know, somewhat of a, uh, I don't know how to explain this maybe, but there, there's a direction to the photo. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So Like, it all connects really well. It does, yeah. Like, you start with him and looking up and you look in his direction and you just explore the photo. Yeah. Almost as if, like, he was doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Out in the field, which is really cool. Yeah, this uh, photo does, one. Th- that's one thing that this photo does really, really well, is it really generates a, a feeling. And it really puts you in the environment and helps you kind of feel like what it might have actually felt like to be there. Yeah. And I guess I just thought of something else to maybe try to support my position on, on why I would have tried to scoot back a little bit, maybe a little higher, all that stuff. Because you see this this tree on the right. That is, it appears to be more in the same focal plane as him. Mm-hmm. It's not quite foreground, but it's hanging, like these branches coming in from the right. It's kind of hanging in there, which tells me there could be some other trees around. Mm-hmm. And if you could almost scoot back a little bit, you could frame him inside of some trees almost in the, in the foreground. Mm-hmm. So now you have like a, a better foreground element. You have him kind of in the middle ground, mid-ground, whatever you want to call it. And then you still have those awesome trees in the fog in the background. Yeah. And so it adds even more depth to the photo, which could be really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. So just another thought to make me feel better about my criticism there. Yep. But otherwise, again, Nate, really, really cool photo. And I think... You know, it's also just really cool to see that you're getting out and doing stuff like this. Yeah. Because, like, while it's awesome getting a ton of photos, like, I'm going through this a lot right now, too. It's so much better just to go out and get these experiences under your belt. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure this is a cool day, morning, whatever, what time of day it was. And, like, you have a cool story with this. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'd love to, to hear about this hike Yeah. from you. Like, that's the cool part about, you know, being able to capture, but just going and doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Awesome that you get to do that as well. Yep. So I agree. All right. We're going to go to photo number three, last one for today. A little drum roll. And this comes from a friend that we've actually gotten out with before. Yeah. Um, it's been a while, actually. but It has, yeah. Um, I talk to him fairly often. But, yeah, it's been a while since we've seen him and shot with him. Yeah. So. I ran into him once, maybe twice since then, just mm. randomly. Um, but uh, it's our friend Dallin Steen. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he does a decent amount of wildlife stuff. He does, and yeah. And he's got great work. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sent uh, this, among two other photos to us, all wildlife photos, um, of a fox out in some snowy little field, um, you know, probably looking for some food or something. And there's also another fox in the foreground that's blurred out because, of, you know, it's closer to the frame. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it looks like it was probably a, a cold morning. But that's what you get for being a wildlife photographer. Lots of cool But hey, mornings. good on you, Dallin. Yeah. Appreciate it. Again, good thing you're getting out there. Yeah, so. good thing you're getting out there. I was probably sleeping that morning, so mm-hmm. that's awesome. But um, this photo, you know, we've talked about it 
before we started recording. And I do really like that fox. Like the way it looks, the stance, everything about it mm-hmm. looks awesome. Yeah, it's like, cool. It's, it's, it's one of these kind of the shots of an animal like this that makes me want to try wildlife stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't have the lens, the focal length to get out that far to, to get shots like that, to get close enough to things. But it's like, oh, man, that would be cool to go do sometime. Yeah. So, Dallin, you know, maybe you should take us out and, you know, give us a taste of the wildlife you know, life. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun. I feel like wildlife photography is, it's just from what I've, this is just an, an observation, but I feel like it's it's appealing in the same way that, like, hunting is. Rather, You know, where hunting, you're going and you're hunting to kill an animal, but, like, um, put some food on the table. Um, but in this, you know, you're going out there and you're, you're sitting in a, in a, uh, uh, I can't a blind or a something. Blind, yeah, yeah, blind, and you're sitting out there for hours, just hanging out, you know. Yeah. Um, just waiting for animals, and there's something kind of fun about that. I feel like, and I've never done it, but I feel like that'd be really fun just to go hang out in the woods for oh, yeah. hours. You know. Yeah, I think it'd be neat. Yeah, it's in silence. Yeah, just, just in silence, waiting yeah. for your prey. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be it'd be cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we should try wildlife sometime, down. Be cool if you take us out, give us that experience. Um. And, uh, you know, we we have, I think, one major critique about this. Uh-huh. And I'll let you talk about that. But the one thing I want to say about this, too, is, like, with the edit. So with the edit, you know, it's one of these things that comes back to personal taste and style. Mm-hmm. I would probably add a little more contrast to this, take down those highlights a little bit, because it kind of feels a little blown out, almost like like washed out a little bit, too, on the, on the highlight section. Mm-hmm. And I like a little bit more, like, tone in the fox itself. Yeah. And I think that would, not that you need to like separate any more from the background because it is separated, but I think it would just give a little bit more like life to the fox itself. But like, that's all my, it's my personal taste. Yeah. Like, it, this photo does work with this edit. Yeah. And like, you don't need to change that. And if that's your style, awesome. Love it. Don't change it. Yep. Um, you know, like I'm not, who am I to tell you like, you should edit, like I want you to edit. It's yeah. your photo. Yeah. And it, it gets, it's one of these things that like, you know, you shouldn't feel pressured to change something if you don't want to change it. Yeah. You yeah. know? But, you know, I, I, I like the way this is if you like it. And, and that's what's most important there. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, Let's see. I think my, maybe my major critique about this. Um, So, actually, let's, I'm going to talk real quick about the things that I like. I really like the frame of this photo. I like that the, um... You know, the fox is generally centered in the photo. I like that the grass behind him isn't cut off. Um, it kind of just helps finish the frame, I guess. And, yeah, I think everything just is really well balanced. The one thing about the frame that I don't really like is I feel like there's too much of fox number two in the foreground. How dare he step How in there? How dare he? And this is this is one of the tricky things about wildlife photography is it's like you can't control every element. You know, you can't move the fox. You can't tell the fox to move. You can't, you know. Yeah, and like, and he couldn't really move either because, yeah. like, if you're moving, you might spook the wildlife. Spook the, yeah, and like, you basically have a single moment you can get, and you just have to hope you get it. Yeah, exactly. So like, there's not much you can do about it. Yeah. Um. So it's it's tricky. I feel like, you know, there in in wildlife photography, I feel like this is. It, it's an interesting genre. Because I feel like you go out, you know, and you get a bunch of photos. And sometimes a photo like this is just the best you got, you know? And I'm not saying it's a bad photo, 
Um, I think it's a good photo. I don't know if it, it's like a wow kind of photo. Um, you know, there's some guys who do a lot. Actually, um, Ashton has a lot of like, wow. Yeah, he does. He, he's got a lot of cool stuff. Do you know if Dallin and Ashton know each other? I, I don't know, but we got to connect you guys. Yeah, definitely do. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but I feel like the one of the only things that's making this not reach that like, I, I just keep going back to that wow word, but not reach that wow factor is just the fox that's kind of in the way. I just feel like he's kind of in the way. So, and obviously, you know, you can't control everything, um, but that's why you keep going back out and trying again. So, um, yeah, everything else looks really good. Tones, colors, everything looks good. He looks sharp. I'm really curious what lens he was shooting with, too, because the bokeh. Yeah, I want to know, like, what focal length he was at. Because yeah. Because that also tells you, like, how close he was. Yeah. And, you know, again, I've never shot wildlife like this, so yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how close he really get or what focal length you need yeah i'm just i'm i'm curious about what i don't remember what gear he uses i feel like we've talked yeah, about I can't it because like the the shape of the bokeh on the uh the grasses in the background is kind of interesting like it, it's like kind of long where i feel like that it, it, i don't know it's interesting i don't know we'll um, have to talk to him yeah but but yeah i think what you were saying with you know like the element of depth with like that fox in the foreground I kind of feel the same way because the the pose of that main fox is really, really good. Mm -hmm. And I, I just kind of wish it was only him. Yeah. Like, I wish it was just him. I could focus on that and really make him stand out in this frame. But because that fox is there, it's just tough. And I think, you know, if those foxes were closer, and you, you probably obviously lose some of the depth effect because, you know, of how close they are together in the frame at that point but if he was like if the the two foxes were closer and the main one was like kind of peeking out in front of the other one and you were tighter more of like a shot of just the face of the fox mm -hmm. the depth with like this would be great it'd be awesome yeah but because you have this distance between them and you're including a lot more of the surrounding environment mm -hmm. It just it doesn't quite work as well. Yeah, it just feels like the fox walked in the way of your shot. That's all. Yes, but right, and that's that's the tough part. But again, it's you just can't control it with can't a lot. Control you it. can't yeah. tell that fox, but hey, get out of my shot. Yeah, like, he doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. know what a photo is. So it's just tough. But but it's still a great shot. And again, like all of the guys today, stoked that you're getting out and doing stuff like this. Yeah, like yeah. it looks like it's a cool experience. Yeah, and something that I want to try sometime. Yeah. That's the thing is it's it's like seeing stuff like this. Every single thing, the photo that we've seen today, it, generally, and these critiques actually as well. Just this is one thing that I, I that I like about Instagram is when I get on and I see stuff like this or doing these critiques, whatever. It, like it, it inspires me to want to get out and do more. Like it inspires me to want to go out and sit in a blind for hours yeah, or go to the just, top of some snowy mountain. Yeah, just so. sit in a blind and wait for a fox to ruin my shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it it be it be cool, and it's like I say, it's fun to see all that and what everyone else is doing because we do all our own stuff and we try to include people when we can, but yeah. you can't do stuff with everyone. So it's cool to see what everyone else is doing out there. Yeah, exactly. You know? And it's a, uh, yeah, it's a good thing. So yeah, the great shot down. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love your work. We got to get back together sometime soon, ma'am. Yeah, we um, do. It's been way too long, but uh, yeah, that's all we got for today. Another three photographers down. Yeah. I think this was successful. It was a good, so, good episode again. Yeah. Um, if you're watching, this video on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Smash it. Yeah, we'd appreciate 
all the support, you know, like the video and leave a comment, um, you know, what photo you like best, what critique you have for the photographers as well. Yeah. Um, you know, we're all here to help each other get better. So if you got something, you know, by all means, let them know. Um, you can also find this episode on, you know, all major podcasting platforms. We're there. These kind of episodes do have a little bit more visual element. So we encourage you to find us on YouTube for this. But, you know, you can still take some good notes if you're just listening. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's all we got. If if you listening at home would like to send us your photos, by all means, do so. You can DM them to us at Real Bush Whackers on Instagram or mm-hmm. personal ones. Either one works. You can also email them to us at realbushwhackers at gmail.com. Yep. Um, all those are good. We'd love to see them and, and put more of these episodes together, including all of you in what we do. So, yeah, great stuff. And for all those listening, we will have the photographer's infos and links and stuff in the description of the video so you mm-hmm. can go find them. Yeah, so, definitely go find them. Go check out the rest of their work. So, Yep, we'd love for you guys to connect with them, connect with us, connect with everyone. Yep. That's what we're all about here. So much connecting. All connections, all types of connections. All types. Every one of them. Every bit of it. Yep. All right, we're going to end on that. Cool. See you guys later. Later. Bye.